0: I just need to let y'all in, let y'all see the mess behind the machine. Yeah, guys, I'm not perfect. In fact, I'm barely functional. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Starring Cupid, Starring Me. It's your boy, Zama.exe, nothing more, nothing less, from the East, not the West. Are you not embarrassed? Funny that I mention embarrassment. Let me tell you your story, lovers. The way I put together this show is, okay, so I record and then I have this, what used to be a seamless... System of editing that would make sure that everything was fine and done, so I would not have to do all the like heavy lifting and stuff. And it was like I said, a seamless system. Have I not made two mistakes in the past two weeks alone? You guys probably either if you, if you don't notice, thank you. If you did notice, shut the fuck up. I remember I apologized about the first time and. And then i literally promised myself i was like dude you're never gonna do this again you're gonna be more thorough when it comes to editing and then it happened again and this time it was like very late and i was very tired and i was just like oh my goodness i have to fix this thing now so yeah that's that's me if it happens for a third time I might go back to threatening to delete everything and just forgetting about this whole part of my life but that won't happen because we're not going to do it again it's not going to happen again i just need to let y'all in let y'all see the mess behind the machine yeah guys i'm not perfect in fact i'm barely functional but that's not the point because today's a special day it is a special day at the Starring Cupid studios, and I'll tell you why. It took us forever, but we're looking at a Kenyan original film to discuss the wonderful Kina and Ziki from Rafiki. I cannot tell you how long I've been looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this as soon as I saw it, which was actually quite recently, please do not judge me. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yes. I, I have to, I really have to talk about this. We rarely get um, queer films that do so well commercially. I, I also wanted to support it because they were not being well received in K I I say well, well not received, I know what I mean. And obviously it's due to the homophobic views of like, the people in charge. So they didn't even really get the proper chance to be in theaters for that long and kind of reach the like local success that they wanted unless they did get the local success that they wanted. Who knows. We need to support these kinds of films to let them them, when I say them most of the time, I'm either talking about the audience. I mean, I'm talking about the producers and the people that put money into films like this. We need to support these kinds of films to let them know that we want more of these stories. There will be mentions of um, homophobia in this episode. I can't get around it. I wish I could talk about this couple without mentioning it, but unfortunately, it's kind of a not a big part of the movie, but it's it, 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 it leads to what happens um so i want to like warn everyone beforehand that there is going to be mentions of homophobia and violence i don't want anyone to come here and feel triggered or feel hurt after listening to me so just letting y'all know from the jump before i give way too much away here is our lovely couple I don't know if you can hear it, but it is raining. and It's making me so tired, but the show must go on, always. The show continues all the time. Anyway, (laughs) production. This movie was made in 2018 and was directed by Wanuri Kahai. Um, This was her second feature film. I've never seen her previous work because I'm not gonna say we have bad access to foreign films but we have maybe minimal access to foreign films and also it's not really um broadcast on like just your regular day in the television so it's still... basically movies that are outside of south africa are kind of hard harder to get your hands on easily does that make sense yeah yeah fuck xenophobia anyway so because of that, I haven't seen any of her previous work. According to her IMDb page, she was the creator of a genre called, well, they refer to it as um, Afro bubblegum. If you haven't seen Rafiki or any of Kahayu's work, it can be difficult to understand, to understand what that means. When you watch Rafiki, you clearly see it in this way certain shots um the way certain scenes are done and the way certain scenes are shot i didn't understand it when i read it but when i thought back when i thought back to the movie i was like ah you know what this makes so much sense it's it's really fun it's very lively there's a really fun opening credit sequence using that vibe of um, afro bubblegum and it's very unique i really like it a lot as a person that likes to watch opening credits. That was cool. If this kind of style is present in her other work, then I'm already I'm already interested to see it. I would like to see it. She was also part of the writing team joined by Jenna Kato Bas. The story was adapted from a short story that was actually written by Monica Arak Dinieco. I don't know lovers if you're if you're new to this podcast maybe what I've just said means nothing to you but for me I mean don't you just love it when a story about queer women is directed and written by other women it just feels so refreshing for us it just just take a moment to think about the power that that room had Unless they didn't, and then I'm overestimating it. But it felt good to research this movie and know that what I was consuming was made by women. That's really great. Onto our cast. We have Samantha Maka Tsai as Kenna Murawa. I think this was her debut role. There weren't any other things listed in her IMDb page. I'm not 100% sure. Either way, I loved her in this. She she has a softness and a silent intensity that I like a lot. She... Oh guys, like, there's a lot of moments where we rely on her facial expression to figure out how she's feeling. Because I think I think as a character, Kina, Kina never said much. Like, she's just a quiet person. So we just have facial expressions to go by and she just has good faces i don't know uh, yeah then we have our colorful love interest sheila Niofa as Ziggy okemi this is her second acting role i'm going to elaborate on this later in the show but i just want to start off by saying she played off samantha's energy a lot it worked because that's what their characters were doing most of the time i could feel the contrast in their personalities but it wasn't contrast that was bad it was kind of just like contrast in the sense that they match each other and not just in terms of being love. they match each other in how they took these roles that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, if even though it feels like it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, Miss Sheila's also quite expressive, liked that about her. When she's when she's happy, it's very like obvious and we see a lot of her happiness, but when she's sad, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. Yeah. Honourable mentions. We have Jimmy Gatu as U John. Who's Kenny's father? The man that runs the spice shop and is also up for the election. When I watch this, guys, maybe it's just maybe it's just me. Maybe I, I here, okay. When I watch this, I swore I've seen this actor somewhere before, but it has to be a thing that happened here. Like he looks like an actor we have, maybe on like a soapy or something, but I couldn't i couldn't think the whole movie i just kept thinking there's no way you guys aren't the same gent but that's not why he is an honorable mention he's an honorable mention because um he's cool he his character surprised me the most in this movie there was a way i thought that things would unfold and he acted differently and also he was just very convincing to me so shout out to him uh-huh. uh, shout out to everyone else who was they were really, really great, except for the man that was doing black, that was portraying black stuff, not because he wasn't doing great, it's just really, the character left a sour taste in my mouth, it was just, men, right, am I right? Onto the plot. If you've never seen this movie, you should definitely do it. You'll be supporting Kenyan films, and that's already a plus on its own secondly it's a good um lgbtq coming-of-age movie to watch there there i saw a bit of of criticism that the ending was predictable and that's a fair thing to criticize however i think i've said this before that i don't mind repeating cliches or like predictable arcs if if it means that i get to see it acted out by marginalized groups that would appreciate this representation or need it we rep representation on this podcast day and night all day every day so that was great and i think that's why we should all see it that's one reason why you should see it the other reason why you should see it is because it's fucking good if you watched it and you forgot what happens here's a summary two teenagers go against what their society considers to be a good kenyan girl the pair fall for one another and must go up against their community's homophobic views and political pressures from their families that's that's essentially what it's about again i'd like to remind you lovers that there's mentions of violence and homophobia i can't get around it i'm so sorry I'm definitely going to spoil the plot on this one, so you better you better watch it first. The usual, nothing new. Let's jump straight in. These are the coolest girls in Kenya. From the jump, we're given the impression that Kenya is a timid person. She's the first person we meet in the film. She gets to show us a normal day in her life, her home life, her a bit of her social life with the friends that she has, kind of basically showing us around her neighborhood and the kind of person everyone perceives her to be. And she's preserved, she's shy but she's also kind of comfortable. That's where we meet her. This is the girl that we we know of now. There's an element of discomfort though because she's clearly trying to be what one would call a moderate lesbian. I say moderate because she knows, whether from experience or maybe just seeing it with her own eyes, that she knows that living in this place means that this is what she has to do. She has to kind of tone it down for them, otherwise, she risks upsetting the homophobes. And it just it feels like she's skating by, and it adds to her shyness. Kind of her not trying to stand out anything. I get that. And then we meet, and then we meet Ziggy, and Ziggy is almost the polar opposite of genna when when we meet Ziggy, she's literally she's dancing in the street and she has those colorful braids immediately she's quite extroverted oh, a very different introduction to our other love interest and i don't want to call this a opposite attract stroke because it's it's not really that it's close to it and it kind of looks like it but this one's different before words are even exchanged we get we get a lot of longing looks from genna Her, her, what I would call the gone boy moment, which I still, for some reason, have not found a word for. Her gone boy moment happens very early on in the film. And from then onwards, it's just looks and stares and gazes and it's just looks. She's always just lovingly, longingly looking at Ziggy. I can't remember who for, who made the first move but thank goodness for that thank thank the lord i thought again i was going to stare at her every day from a distance for the entire film and that that would have been okay because sometimes that's how people flirt that's just that's just what shy people do and actually guys i'm tired of y'all coming for shy people all the time about this we we literally it's in the name you know, sorry, that was irrelevant. Back to the couple at hand, their chemistry is great. You can see that Genna almost relaxes more around Z. There's a comfort that the the comfort that she's missing when she's around other people. She kind of has that when she's with Z. Their connection is great. There's never a dull moment when they're together. It's always love and joy and funny chats and funny jokes. Good times, you know? And then they also have communication. They speak freely and honestly and openly when they are together. And that is all you can really want for, for, a, for a relationship is just good communication. Guys, if I'm not mistaken, those are the three C's that every lover needs. What could possibly be standing in their way, I'll tell you. The star-crossed lovers trope. If you're not sure what star-crossed lovers are, then you haven't been forced to read Romeo and Juliet, which means you're lucky. The meaning is pretty self-explanatory once you mention those two that couple that popularized it it's basically that that storyline where two families have conflict of some kind and thus the conflict trickles down to affect the offspring and their love lives in this movie the conflict comes from them being political rivals that's like not as intense as the decades-long medieval beef they would have, but it's the 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 equivalent of that in this era of time. I wish that they they weren't have they weren't subjected to that trope because
1: automatically
0: when you're a queer couple in a homophobic state, you're star lovers from the job. Except in that case, it's just the citizens that have beef with who people are attracted to. Which is absurd. Truly, I can't think of any other word but that. I could spend hours talking about why homophobia is absurd, but I'm not going to. These are two really thick barriers between these young people. Like, they shouldn't have to... dealing with this or worrying about this and they risk it all anyway in romeo and juliet it doesn't feel too romantic because everything that led up to the terrible things that happened was avoidable side runs actually (laughs) i absolutely love most of shakespeare's plays they i i have favorites they're really great some of them i just truly despise romeo and juliet so much yeah, mm-hmm. they were so silly, especially mm. Romeo. I, I hated so I hate that place so much. I shit on it all the time. I rant about it every given day. Maybe one day I'll give them an episode though, just so you guys can can fully understand why I hate it so much. Who mm. knows? But that's my point. Back to my point. In ha and Ziki, they risk their safety to merely hang out and I feel like that robs them of so much joy. It can be so difficult to constantly defend your love from ignorant people or like conservative people and it got especially bad when they were attacked in like secret um, hiding place within the field and the bushes. Oh lovers, I wanted to i wanted to cry trauma like that is just horrific and horrible and they were so young and they, they didn't do anything wrong Ugh. yeah no one deserves it at all not a single person deserves that luckily we we get a chance to see the joy that did come from this relationship though the pure unfiltered awkward at times lesbian teen love story and i love that so much about this so much i cannot begin to state how important that is every week i come on here and i scream about representation sometimes it feels like i'm a dragon and i will never stop so i will be a dragon forever i went for that child, for like that that thing that of always wanting representation, I feel like this particular this particular movie is extremely important um, because we are not only getting the sadness, we are not only getting the pain. It's very present and it's quite a big part of it, but we're getting the love, we're getting the joy, we're getting the 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 visuals of beautiful black queer love. And that is so important for us it's so important for this it's so important for us this movie didn't get to be in local theaters for not when i say local theaters i don't mean our country i mean in kenya it didn't get to be um, on in theaters for a long time because all the full amount of time that movies are usually in the theater for for like really homophobic reasons but it ended up getting a lot of international recognition and that is another w for this couple another w for this film that 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 shows people a lot wow. i think that more than in more than representation for us that want to see all of this and want to see themselves in the movies that they watch conservative states need to see that the arts will call for a change and speak out against these things ignorant people need to see that their shit doesn't bang anymore they need to see that no one's here for their thoughts and their oppression it's over now cut the cameras yeah and then the african lgbtq plus community we need this because we need to see that there is joy in our love and not only pain it's not it's not always pain it's not always suffering there is joy and there is light and there's beautifulness in it part three let's go Mm, there's not a lot to say i always say this every week but sometimes there's a lot to say and one of these days some of these days there's not a lot to say likes i really liked the shots that were very colorful and bright the references to the afro bubblegum genre that the director is creating the sequence in the beginning like i said and when they are partying with their groove it's it's visually wonderful and very it's like whimsical as well i like it i like it a lot um i liked the music i have to talk about the music and the the shots that they did in hand in hand because they worked so well together i was introduced to a lot of songs in this movie yeah both were really really great i liked the costume design we were told that These are two teenagers and sometimes when movies say that they don't represent it in the clothes and they don't represent it fully that well and here they told us that they were teenagers and they we saw it in the clothes as well they dressed them as teenagers it also kind of felt that if it felt like aside from the other teens around them their friends and stuff Genda and Ziki's outfits were kind of designed to make them stand out even more. They had really great fits, really really cool looks, um, that showed off the kind of person that they are. I, I, I really liked the way that they shot the romantic parts and romantic moments. Um, Sometimes a movie will have a same-sex couple, and if you're a queer person, it's some if you watching this it feels it sometimes feels like this was shot in a way to seduce the audience you know not not to say that steamy intimate scenes are wrong they're great carry on (laughs) but the way they shoot these ones it's like they're sexualizing it way too much and it's also it's it's also just not it's not very flattering, especially, and they do it a lot when it comes to um, queer women loving women couples. As it's, oh, it's so it's so weird the way they film that, but this one was significantly better. Um, it was respectful and it was beautiful. It felt like uh, highlighting. It felt like they were highlighting the intimacy. Not sexualizing the intimacy. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 it should. (laughs) Just like pacing. I didn't like the pacing. It wasn't horrible, but it did drag from time to time and i think it was most that was mostly because there was a lot of time that was spent talking to people that i personally i just didn't want to hear from anymore and going to places and 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 but i mean it's not bad it's okay the whole the climax comes so quickly and then it ends shortly after that so maybe it's maybe not my favorite pace film but it's a small note to kind of have against it. I don't think it's a flaw more than I think it's a thing, a small thing that annoyed me. I disliked how we never heard anything from in the in the film there's one gay man in the community and Genna kind of sees how her community reacts to that man to kind of gauge if she should be a moderate lesbian or like a full blown out lesbian. Um, so yeah, we see, we see this man, I think, three times, are, there's never even like confirmation that he actually is gay, which is another thing, but people, people be talking, people be doing the things, anyway, we see this man maybe three times, and two of those times he was being harassed, or we could clearly see that he had experienced some pain or violence. It was quite symbolic i know but he would show up he'd be a visual aid and then nothing it, i just wanted him to say a word at least at like the final part um i didn't like the montages only because that goes back to kind of my pacing issue i don't like the montages because it felt like they spent a lot of time on less important things that the montages could have dealt with you know what i mean but, hey guys, I'm saying I'm not, but obviously I'm just a regular regular fella. I know nothing. I could never know when to begin to do all this stuff. So, it's just my little petty little things. It's that time again. Do, do, do. We battle every weekend. Ba-da-da. Yeah, nah. um, there's no battle this week. Uh, this week was tough. I really wanted to find African queer films to talk about that I have watched at least, so that I could like have a reference. I I try not to 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 use couples of things that I haven't seen, only be, only for reference, and I could barely find participants. From things that I've watched um or if there were things that I've watched it were, there were things that were just too sad or too there's no romance in it to even ship you know it was kind of like that um again it's not about acts it's not a lack of interest it is almost like a lack of access instead instead of a battle I'm going to make a thread, either on Twitter, I'll, I'll do it on Twitter and on Tumblr, but I'll make a thread of all the African LGBTQ plus movies or series that I can find. If you, the viewers, the lovers, have any suggestions, this is your time to shine. You can DM us on Twitter with your suggestions and the titles that you want us to add to the thread. It's all about sharing, these films for people that need to see them and people that want to see them and support them so please 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 dm us your suggestions i will tweet this out i'll remind people i will find movies for you all to see maybe i'll watch one of your suggestions and i'll make an episode on it who knows until then love and light to you all sleep with the flowers Don't bark at the wolves. Bye.